got any Blue Oyster Cult? No, I don't have any Blue Oyster Cult. I ate 34 pairs last time around. Where were you? I was that close to working at 7-Eleven, you know. Well, when did those Earth, Wind and Fire tickets come in? Earth, Wind and Fire? Jeez, uh, I haven't heard anything, but the, mi the minute I do, I'll let you know. So, you know, I'm planning on taking my little brother over here. Is that your little brother? <laughs> He's a good-looking kid. Uh, great. Charles Jefferson for Earth, Wind and Fire and a little brother. And I'll let you know when they come around, okay? Wow, does he really live here? I thought he just flew in for games. Shit, he knows where to come when he wants some tickets. All right, now go on, get out of here. Okay? You're messing up my business. Come on, Brad, let's go get you a woman. Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. Join this logic shit gun. You do logic, right? We don't know what you do. You're a private man. I know it's around here somewhere. <laughs> What's that? Is it John Cage who has that completely silent song? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk don't, about don't, that. No more talking. <laughs> Hold on. I, for some reason, logic isn't coming up. I'm going to try it again, and then we're going to get in on uh, Gabe's, Gabe's <laughs> anger at John Cage. <laughs> Look what I brought up accidentally. I forgot yeah. all about it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I posted it's gold. It. It's gold in them <laughs> I mean, I'm the one way, that brought it up. We this are recording, topic. so so yeah, whether yeah, you're on you, logic you, or not, it's no big deal. That's the that's the point, Gabe. That you got to remember. You can bring up whatever you want during the week, but unless you bring it up now, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I get it. I get it, but. Uh, I, Sometimes uh, I don't want to wait. I don't agree with you. I don't want to wait. I, I wanna... get it, but okay, here we go. Ready? Gabe, you ready for that Super Bowl? I know you are. Why do you mention the Super Bowl? I don't what's know. So what's going of... on with this fucking GNP, whatever the fuck? What's, what's <laughs> going on? Listen, everybody knows. Well, some people know. I like to gamble. I used to like to gamble. The mob is after you. They've been after you for quite a while. <laughs> no, no. But okay. I do have stories that i can't go into very in much detail about my gambling days <laughs> oh wow <laughs> go on no i don't want to go into it but Clearly. my here i had an idea that last year i was going to do this i was going to do a super bowl that, so slow down were, were you actually ben, in trouble ben please I, I can't get into it this this is classified information okay but last year i wanted to do a super bowl square ben pool how much do you want to know about games? <laughs> no, we're really, talking about. I do want to listen. Know. People want to know. 
Last year, I wanted to do a Super Bowl squares, and and I, and I said to Scott, I texted all him, those hey. cross country jaunts are now starting to make a little more sense. Oh, yeah, <laughs> moving target is hard to. I asked Scott, for, hey, okay, here's my story. Get out of town. This right. is my story. Super Bowl squares. I know. I texted ben, you. I said, you "What do you think that idea of no. Super Bowl square?" You said, "What is no, a Super man, Bowl square?" No, 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 no. You're a square no. for not knowing what a Super Bowl square is. For not knowing what squares. Is this no. one of those like they? It's like a whole like a tic tac toe board kind of thing, and you yeah, each square has a bet, and you. Something hey, you don't Gabe, know is, anything. Is Paul, is Paul Lynn involved with this square? <laughs> Paul who? Paul Lynn. Sir, you said Justine says to do it because she knows what Listen, a football Justine, square is. Justine's not well. She's okay in my book. No, 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 no. Anyway, we're doing a GMP Records football pool for the Super Bowl, and I sold some squares, and people, oh, are, you shit, know, can win. Shit, you can win you, some stuff. You're basically like that creep. In uh, creep in fast times at Ridgemont High, that's what you're a bookie, doing. A bookie, a bookie. Nobody's complained about this stuff I've been doing. They everybody, like it. Everybody who's doing this right now, local H has nothing to do. <laughs> it's not illegal or as affiliated. You don't get caught with anything <laughs> involved with GMP and football <laughs> or repair. Also ben, remember. It's sold out, Ben. I can't get you any ben, more are you, you want to get in pot? <laughs> because I, well, because you seem a little tipsy, so I thought I might as well. Oh, okay. And you know myself. what? I was really trying to uh, uh, keep that. <laughs> um, okay. I, I bought this on thing today? on my last. Remember when I was in Chicago last, when we hung out and did a couple of shows at G Man? I had some cash in my pocket, and uh, I went over to uh, an, an emporium of some kind, and I bought this thing. And this is what a lightweight I am that it's still I still haven't finished it. That was a month ago. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Sure. But sure. can we can we just hang on one second, Gabe? Who do we have on the show today? Uh, listen to me when what I were tell you. What you going to say, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I missed this whole. Super Bowl Square thing was that? Uh, did you put that on God uh, on the internet? Damn in it! Some way? But let me understand something. Are you pocketing any of the five dollar admission fees? To of course he is. All the, he's all a fucking bookie, and all... he's doing it on local H's back. Everybody, it's don't do this. Nobody no. do this. By the way, listen. Those stickers <laughs> didn't come out of nowhere. It's product. I sold stickers and gave away spots on a square for people to win money. Mm-hmm. Sure. Am I pocketing a few bucks? Sure, because oh. it's all. <laughs> you just admitted it. No, because <laughs> Do you because I'm selling. Sell these I'm selling. How much of these stickers go for? And I'm giving away. I'm giving away credits at GMP Records. A hundred bucks for two winners. Fifty bucks for four winners. Eight winners. All right. First of all, how many people got to enough? No, 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 Ben. No more questions because I feel like we're enabling this gambling. You know, I, I, no. Wait. Listen. Wait I till can't the, do that. Wait till March Madness. Oh, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> what's what, what's that cat from uh Argyle? No, 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 no. Fuck that. Uh from uh Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, the guy? Yeah. I don't remember. Come on, you know. Your mama's all right, your daddy's all right. What are the <laughs> tunes? That's who you are, Gabe. You know what I'm talking I don't about? Think so. Just because ben, look just it because up. Ben, look it up. Listen, I'm not the only one. Ben, you've had... No, Gabe, you, you are this guy. You, you are partaken. this... No. I'm not a, I've been taken? Is that what you've you taken, said? partaken in the football... Not would have been. What's his name? <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, uh, Mark Rat Ratner. 
Ratner. Gabe, you're Ratner. You know what I'm talking about? No, Mark Ratner is the guy that he takes advantage of. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Mike Damone. Mike Damone. You're fucking Mike Damone. He's a rat. He's a rat. No, He went behind his buddy's back and got Jennifer Jason Lee pregnant in the movie. And And that's you. That is you. (laughs) That's who you are right now. He's a rat. He is a rat in the movie. Go on. And and you feel something for him, don't you? And he's scalping tickets and and selling squares for the football Uh, game. That's right. Anyway, have you read a book this week? Read a book? Who's talking about reading books? Speaking of... There's a similar character in a movie I want Gabe to guest star on an episode of 70 Movies You Saw in the 70s. No, Jesus... I believe he's played by Cliff Gable Howard. Only, Gable only do it if if you buy one of his squares. I know. I, <laughs> I want to tell everybody out there: do not buy Gabe squares. This is not on the up and up. It's on when, the up when and you up. Sit, when you sit there and go, "Oh, this sounds too good to be true," it is <laughs> too good to be true. Listen, I, those things sold out in like three hours. <laughs> well, speaking of teen movies, <laughs> last week we were talking about if Gabe. Has does any reading because we had Gabe, an author on the show. You said, ha, have you read Frida's book yet? Listen, I, before we go any further, we had uh, Frida Love Smith on the show last week, and she was great, right, guys? Can I get a yes. Can I get a yes. ruling? Can I get an amen? It she's was got always a, she's great. got she's got a book guest. called uh, "I Quit Everything," and we are such morons that we never actually <laughs> mentioned the name of her book. So the book is "I Quit Everything." Uh, if you haven't listened to our episode about her book, stop right now. Go back, listen to last week's episode. And if you haven't bought her book, it's called I Quit Everything. Now, Gabe, you told me you were going to buy the book and read it. Did did you? I said I might download the, the audio. Uh-huh. I'm not going to read the book. I, I, I tell you, I can't stay awake for books. I just can't do it. <laughs> I tell you, all right, Rodney Dangerfield. What else? <laughs> So I'll have to get it on my Kindle or whatever they are. Do you have a Kindle? I don't know if anybody has a Kindle anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just answer the question. Do you have a Kindle? No, I don't have a Kindle. Yeah. Who has a Kindle? All right. Anyway, Ben, <laughs> let's, let's bring it over to you. So I've got a book here called Teen Movie Hell. Ooh. Written by one Mike McPadden, a guy I used to do RIP? a podcast with before he RIP'd. Yeah. Before he RIP'd himself. No, um, that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I realized that this movie, this book, Teen Movie Hell, is like a compendium, if that's the right word. He's written a he, few books. but He's written a few books. This one has all these, it's like one of those old Leonard Maltin books, you know, where it's like. Sure. Or the Danny Perry. The yeah, Danny, Danny Perry, Perry books. Cult books, right. That was a big hero of Mike's, Danny Perry. But this one is all about teen Sex comedies from the from a very specific time. Cape's got a birthday coming up. Oh yeah, I might. We're this might like, be coming in the mail. I don't think this isn't. There's an audio version, but this is the kind of book. It's what they call a coffee table book. You put this on the coffee sure. table. You can pick it up or it, like age. We brought up Danny Perry. It's like one of those books that's a, it's a reference book. Yeah, book. and he did another one on heavy metal movies. Yeah, right. And heavy metal movies. Uh, Unlike Scott's definition of disco, heavy metal movies uh, is a vast expanse of what qualifies as a heavy metal movie. So anything sure, like Vikings sure, or something sure, sure, is but a heavy metal Ben, movie. 
yeah. uh, as good as it gets, or Terms of Endearment <laughs> would not be a heavy metal movie, right? Well, I don't know. Hang on. Let okay, it's not. All right. Let, that's I can check. The point I'm trying okay, to make. Yeah. No, no, no. The point you know and I know, something like that is not a heavy metal movie. There are limits, and that's right. the point I was trying to make. Proceed. It's a good point. I'm sorry. I'm taking back my new order pick. I apologize. Mm. Yeah, hey, no, you should. Anyway. Is the Stone Age is a Stone Age a heavy metal movie? Now that is not only a heavy metal movie; it's a teen movie. The Stone Age is a great movie, although it's also gross. Ben, do you like the Stone Age? I've never seen the Stone Age. Ooh, Man. I don't know what that is. Oh, by the way, did you know it's got a uh, an, another an alternate title? No. What's it called? AKA, I don't know if this is tax or j- the, the the font is stupid. Tax, tax it's chicks. tax. Tax, tax chicks. chicks. Tax chicks. Yeah. So the whole point of the movie is they're going to get tax chicks. So yeah, that makes sense. Remember that part, Gabe? I barely remember the movie. The best tax. part of the movie. The best part of the movie is when it says, "What kind of pussy are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. <laughs> Well, here, here's the last two paragraphs of Mike's write-up on um, the Stone Age. Even while still in production under the names Tax Chicks and Teenage Wasteland, the Stone Age unfortunately found itself stuck in the shadow of the more mainstream, dazed and confused. Word. Enough room exists for film fans to love and laugh at two rich, clever, quotable, and endlessly rewatchable early 90s movies that reflect on the gloriously wasted youths of the mid-70s. While Dazed and Confused is the more, quote, important of the two films, let's all still throw some horns to the loose, scrappy, arguably more laugh-out-loud funny Stoned Age for packing its pipe with sweet skin and some genuinely gnarly heartache. Watch for climactic cameos both by Blue Oyster Cult and by the teen movie heartthrob that got this whole cinematic beach ball rolling in the first place, Mr. Frankie Avalon. Okay. There you go. Does that sound right to you guys? Uh, no, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. And for somebody to say that it like was robbed of its, you know, of its rightful place because of Diz Confused, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's a piece of shit. But it's a piece of shit that Gabe and I happen to love. And right, we we make we make no apologies for it, but we also don't pretend it's not what it is. It's a piece of junk. Well, I, 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 yeah, I'm sure Mike would agree with you. Oh, he would have to. Gabe? Yeah. It's pretty rough, but you can't it's turn away. Rough. But Gabe, hey, Mike Gabe. also wrote up your favorite movie of all time, Zapped. So Zapped is in teen movie hell. And Zapped is a movie that... Uh, hello? <laughs> it's in there. So Zapped is in teen movie hell? Oh, you're asking me? That's right. Yes. All right. By the way, not only is Zapped in Teen Movie Hell, but did you know that there was a Zapped Again from 1990? Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> of course, Kate did. Oh, yes. I think there's three Zaps, but there's at least two. One of them is they flip the, the, the script and they have a girl be the... the the person that can do Zap three, flip the switch. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Zapped three because that's not the plot of Zapped again. All right, what happens in Zapped? In Zapped, that's right. Well, I'll read you the opening paragraph of Mike's write up of Zapped. You do what you, you gotta do. You'll see a kindred spirit. Right. Zapped 
is the telekinetic teenage TNA rampage comedy toward which all previous telekinetic teenage TNA rampage comedies led, and from which all subsequent telekinetic teenage TNA rampage comedies have proceeded. Wow. Can can we... (laughs) Can we break that sentence down? Yeah. It's groundbreaking, he's saying. All right, how does it start? Telekinetic Telekinetic. teenage TNA rampage. We all know how much I love alliteration. We know how much (laughs) I love a lot of alliteration. Okay, so he says it's a short list, meaning the list of teenage TNA rampage. Okay, can we guess? Or is this something from Disney? It's probably a Disney movie, right? He doesn't give a list. He just says it's a short list. But I watched, he says, I watched that darn cat the other night. Oh, me too. It's a, it's a lot darker than I remember. It's weird, right? It is weird. That's okay. a weird. That's a weird time in the Disney. It's fucking freaky. All right. It's Thanks, also ben. weird. I feel, I feel much closer weird. to you. Can I say it's also weird that that is on the Criterion Channel? Uh, he says it's a short list of those kinds of movies, but that's beside the point. What matters here is simply the greatness. Now, Gabe, I want you to listen to this next paragraph. With perfect stupidity, Zapped spins the sci-fi-tickled saga of Scott Bayo as Barney Springboro, a high school science geek who develops the power to move objects with his mind after an accidental lab explosion. Gag by gag, in one scene after another, of Bayo cocking his eyebrow and sending shit flying around the room, Zapped revels in all the slapstick and smutty possibilities of its premise. Few films in teen movie hell could be said to more deeply and directly respect their audience. Wow. Preach. (laughs) Wow. You know, Gabe would agree with every word of that if he could have listened to every word of that. But uh, I saw his eyes (laughs) glaze Were you tuned out already? (laughs) No, I was following it. I just can't recite it. But I'm telling you, that's a pretty good representation of the classic. All right. So you, you feel like some, you feel seen. You feel seen. You. You feel vindicated like, is a better word. Vindicated, oh, fine, vindicated. whatever. But you feel like somebody gets you, right? Yes. Somebody who who is a film buff, critic, aficionado, whatever you want to call him, giving praise to Zampt. That's just, uh, I feel like there's another person out there that might have the same idea about classic comedies like I do. Well, he's not out there. He's dead. You know that, right? He wrote it. He wrote it while he was alive. This book killed him. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what else do we got on this teenage movie hill? Ben? Ben. Ben, All right. Ben just took another toke. (laughs) Wow. What's that? that? Well, you guys tell me. What are some of your other favorite teen sex comedies that we can see what he had to say? Uh, Okay. Here's a good one. Uh, Private School. I was going to oh, say yeah. that myself. Oh, that's wow. that's one yeah. of the best. The that's best. It's a little obvious, but sure. No. Really obvious? Come on, man. Obvious like would be class. It's not private lessons. It's private school. Right. AK, also known as private school dot 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 for girls. Great. Even better. Bubba Beauregard is the ultimate party animal, <laughs> proclaimed the ads for private school. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let's let's let's. <laughs> More alliteration. <laughs> There's a lot of alliteration going on there. Well, that's not his fault. <laughs> Someone vastly misjudged the mark in thinking private school's primary selling point would be the plus-size Neo-Belushi beast played at full force by Michael Zorick. The main attraction, of course, is and was Phoebe Cates headlining here less than a year after Fast Times at Ridgemont High. 
Everything about private school promises that Phoebe will get even more naked this time. She doesn't. And Bubba Beauregard is not the ultimate party animal of 80s teen sex comedies. Still, Phoebe is lovable and luminous, and both Zorek and the movie itself bust out as many antics as possible in pursuit of a good time over-the-top gold. By the end, everyone involved has earned a TNA plus for their efforts. Really? He, he doesn't even bring up what's-your-face? Oh, no, he's got 12 more paragraphs about it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Go on. Who are you looking for? Betsy Russell? Yes, Betsy Russell. He's like bitching about Phoebe Cates and he's got no love for <laughs> Betsy Russell. What kind of fucking Hang moron? on. Here, here, here's a paragraph about Betsy Russell. Famously, I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but for Christ's no, I understand. sake, I understand. Mike. It's my fault. Famously, Betsy Russell doffs her top while astride a galloping horse. She Thank one-ups, you. She one-ups bareback riding by inventing bare front riding. The song Thank playing you. is How Do I Let You Know? Belted out by Phoebe Cates herself. Phoebe also duets with Bill Ray. Is that true? Yes. Phoebe also duets with Bill Ray on the soundtrack ballad, Just One Touch. Those songs are awful. He says, the whole cast rocks. Cates and Zorick are winning protagonists, even more so backed by Modine and Will Hoyt. Mm. Oh, Catherine Will Hoyt is in this? Oh, I love her. And Matthew Moody. Oh, I need to see this movie. Uh, Betsy Russell is one of the genre's best vixen villains. Of course. Underappreciated character actress Fran, Fran Ryan, Bill Murray's taxi passenger at the beginning of Stripes. Yeah, uh, she's a, the best. Makes a perfect prude as headmistress Miss Dutchbach. Great Ray stuff. Wal- Ray Walston, arriving directly after playing Mr. Hand in Fast Mr. Times. Mr. Hand. Does much with his brief turn as a grumpy chauffeur. Martin Mull. Wow, this is an all-star cast. Tickles, as always, in an unbilled role as a condom-pushing pharmacist. Why a professionally droll wit like Mull remained uncredited on a film like this remains a mystery. Maybe he just liked to keep some things private. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there you go. You gotta like Martin Mull, right, Gabe? From Night Court? <laughs> no, no, no. Who's on Night Court? I don't know stuff. Or should we just have a, a thing every every week where we just shoot sure. one? Yeah. All right, cool. Gabe, you come up with a with a teen movie you remember fondly, and then let me know at the beginning of or what, sometime during an episode, and I'll look it up in the book. Well, Ben sounds to me like we've got to get a new theme, theme song, song going. Yeah. yeah, all right, work on that one. So, Justine. Uh, She's part of all these Facebook groups, right? And mm-hmm. uh, one of them is she's like she's like you should join this pizza group. It's called Chicago Style Pizza Group. Don't say tavern style, you know. Like they're against the tavern style thing. And I'm thinking, yeah, all right, I should be part of this group. Like, this sounds great. And so I join this group, and it's all about photos and uh, pizza from like you know Chicago style pizza. You know, squares. You know, we've talked about this on the show before. What they're trying to destroy in L.A. right now, right? Right. Here's where it gets into this thing, Ben. Ben, you're, you're going to hear this. Yeah, I do want to. Turns hear. out we're just as bad as you East Coast snobs. Oh, yeah. All right? So you look at all this stuff, and every picture is like, oh, it's not burnt enough. Or who put that cheese on there? Or, oh, it's provol cheese. I don't even know what provol cheese is. I don't give a fuck anymore. And like, you know, I used to think we were open-minded 
people in Chicago when it came to pizza. Nope. Nope. Turns out we have just as many rules as you and John Stewart do about what pizza is supposed to be. And turns out we're just as big as pricks as you are. Please ben, no your more, thoughts. Please no more Chicago pizza groups and fuck Berwin too. Is that what you're trying to say? Just everybody gear down. This this whole idea <laughs> that like, my pizza is <laughs> better than your pizza and it just never stops. It's like, all right, why can't I have this pizza and that pizza? It reminds me, it reminds me of a story, Gabe. Um, there was these two bulls sitting on on this hill one day and looking down, looking down at all these cows. Gabe, are you there? I'm following you. Two okay. bulls on a hill. Two bulls on a hill, you know, and uh, it's a it's a daddy bull and you know a son bull, not a baby bull, but a son bull. And they're looking down at all these uh, cows. And the bull looks at his dad. He's like, hey, dad, let's go down there and fuck that cow. And the dad goes, no, son, let's walk down there and fuck all the cows. <laughs> yeah, I told that story wrong. All right. So <laughs> the, kid, the, the kid bull goes, hey, dad, let's run down there and fuck one of those cows. And the dad bull goes, no, son, let's walk down there and fuck all those cows. So do you see what I'm trying to say here? Let's fuck all these pizzas. Why do we have to fight each other? Let's, let's fuck all the pizzas. Yeah. Okay. All right, everybody. And in the spirit of inclusion and love and all of us belonging. Let's talk about Tracy Chapman at the Grammys. Well, I have a story to tell. Okay. Is it about Tracy Chapman at the Grammys? There was this boy and all he wanted for his birthday was a butterfly. Okay. So his mom gave him a butterfly net and he's out in the field chasing this butterfly and he's swinging at it with this net. And he can't get it. He's trying and trying and trying. Yeah, I'm going to cut this out. It. And then, and then, um, and then he finally just sits down in the grass and gives up. He's like, I just, I'm not going to catch this butterfly. And just then the butterfly lands right on his nose. Oh, fuck you. That was the, all right. All right. That was the worst. What is wrong with Miley Cyrus? I, I love Miley, go, Miley Cyrus. Fuck her. I love her on the ground. She like, I was like, Come why? On, that flower song is a jam. It's like a novel. Yeah, it's like a country novelty but, song. What's with that stupid beat. story she was telling? And somebody else told a story. It's like, uh, this reminds me of some <laughs> yeah. lizard that I used to fuck. I'm just like, what are you talking about? What's wrong with you people? It's like, oh, it's a metaphor. I'm like, no, I get it's a metaphor. It's a bad metaphor. Well, she was trying to impress Mariah Carey, who's all about butterflies. Oh, God. Anyway, let's go back to Tracy Chapman. Yeah. Gabe, did you watch the Grammys? I watched snippets of it, not a whole lot of it. And I saw that she did the duet with uh, whoever wrote that song. Whoever, Bowen uh, Luke Duke. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 Stop the clock. I don't know what I'm talking whoa. about. What was his name? Bowen Luke Duke. Who wrote the song? Who wrote the song, Gabe? Tracy Chapman wrote the song. Wrote the fucking song. one thing I noticed about them was they were very far apart on the stage for some reason. That's the only oh, thing I remember. Stop it. Wow. What is this all about? <laughs> no, I just didn't understand. When you right, do a so duet with somebody, ben, you do them next to each other. What's the guy's Super name? Square in it, it's Luke Branch. What's his name? Luke Combs. 
Luke Combs. All and right. we talked so, shit about this fucking guy last no, no, year, right? You know what? You know what? I didn't. I didn't. You oh, guys did. I, I didn't know. at all either. I didn't. I just noticed that the song was a hit again. Go back. Go back. And my whole thing was like, I think it's great that like people, that it's all about Tracy Chapman in a way. Whether or not the people listening to it want it or not, it's still about Tracy Chapman. And this thing, when, when she showed up on stage and I saw that it was her and she had that gray thing in her hair and, and this Luke Combs guy, like, I mean, this guy could not have been more respectful to her. Like he knows. Oh, he, uh, he, he does. He totally idolizes her. Totally he, she knows. Is yeah. Totally fucking knows. And like, and she also knows that it's like, Hey man, you did this. Like these two people, they fucking need each other. Right. And she's up there and I, I'm sorry. I mean, to me, it was, it was the most profound thing I've seen in a long time. And if you want to know how we get this country back to anything that means anything, those two people on stage that night singing a song that like, that's how you fucking do it. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how old you were, Ben, when, when this, record came out in the 80s a couple I knew you years were really, older than you you were you were a lot old you were you were you were, re, you were okay, really settle old. down with a lot but uh but and, and gabe i know you were all into like you know mainstream music sucks and blah blah, blah. but th- this song was like one of the few songs fast car was the kind of song where i mean i can still hear it today and i can think about being in a car with friends of mine and it felt real and you know pop music in the 80s was horrible horrible and this is one of the few songs that managed to stick out it was so good and you know you know you guys you know i hate the grammys and we've talked about it a couple of times before how how much it sucks but that was so good and that was so so i don't know soul cleansing that i was like oh this is great right and i whatever it made it this thing where I was like, everybody that came on afterwards, I was like, this is great. Everyone is great. You know, <laughs> Olivia I mean, Rodrigo like, with blood coming out of her arm. She's I loved great. it. it was great. Like Olivia, I was just like, I love Olivia Rodrigo. Like I think everybody that was up there, I was like, oh my God, Miley Cyrus, this flower song is really good. And like Dua Lipa rules. And you know, I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And they're all supporting each other. They get about an hour into it and they're doing the, you know, the people who died thing. And and I'm just like, yeah, I've had enough of this. (laughs) (laughs) And it wore off. It wore off. But I'm telling you for that five minutes with Tracy Chapman, I have not stopped thinking about it and I can't stop crying about it. it. To me, it is the most amazing thing that I've seen in a long time. I agree. It was Gabe, great. Your thoughts, Took me ben, by surprise. I'll, I'll I'll jump it. Gabe, did you even, you didn't even watch it? Did you? Did you watch that part? I saw it not when it was live. I saw it later. Oh right, on. you thought there was too much room between the two of them. Stupid. Yeah. No, I, I just didn't understand why they're standing so far apart. They're supposed to. It's a do. It was a duet. Well, Staying yeah, closer listen, together. Listen, <laughs> you know, they can't be that close together. You know, one's a white guy. Anyway, Ben, go on. I couldn't agree with you more on all those points. I teared up when it was when I watched it live and was like, "Whoa!" I was so happy. I remember seeing Tracy Chapman a couple times on those Amnesty International tours yeah. back in the day. Right. Yeah. Um, but she never looked more comfortable on stage than she did 
two nights ago on the Grammys. <sighs> she doesn't look like, other than the color of her hair, she doesn't look like she's aged a day. She, the color of her hair made her look better. Yeah. She, she, she looked great. She was so confident. She was so sort of laid back about it, just playing that riff on the guitar. Sounded yeah. great. Her voice yeah. sounded perfect. The song is an all-time classic song. I forgot when we were talking about it last year, but remembered... When I was watching in the Grammys, like, oh shit, I used to sing this song on stage all the time. We had a song when I had a band, we had a song that used some of the same chords, and I realized that at some point we used to go into Fast Car in the middle of this right. other song like all the time. Yeah. Um, just a great song and perfect, you know, the lyrics are so great and they mean so much. And it is such a great song for the country right now. And the fact that the two of them are doing just perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't mean anything. It's not going to make a fucking difference because we're all a bunch of morons. Sure. But goddamn, to see that, I, honestly, I still haven't gotten over it. And, and you know what? I hope I never get over it. I hope I always have this stupid little pussy thing in my heart that tears up over something like this. I always want to be raw over something like this. I hope we all can feel like this. I was, Do we I swear watched, too much on this show? Well, you told me not to swear anymore. Listen, listen. I think we swear too much, Ben. Yeah. Talking to you. Not last me. week I didn't swear, and you swore like three times. I'll go, okay. I, I got it. Did I? I get it now. No, 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 no. no Listen, all right. <laughs> well, let me say what. I I realized. Excuse me. Excuse me. We almost had Mark Singer on this show once. You know who Mark Singer is? Ben. Mark Singer, the actor? That's right. Gabe, do you know who Mark Singer is? Mark, I don't even Gabe, know who Mark do you Mark know who Singer Mark Singer is? Did he's, he invent uh, the sewing machine? No, Beastmaster. No, no. He, he played, yeah, Beastmaster. Beastmaster? Yeah. You like Beastmaster? I think I've seen that movie before. All right. I'm we almost had Beast, Mark's... Beastmaster might be in Tree Movie Hell. Let me look. Go ahead. No, it, it's got to be in... But uh, it's heavy metal, metal, for sure. It's got to be in heavy metal. metal. We almost like, had... Ben, I want you to hear this. I'm listening. Put put the book down. We almost had Mark Singer, Beastmaster, on the show, but their handler said, we don't think we can get him on the show because Ben swears too much. Swear to God. You you lost us, Mark Singer. You fucking fuck. Well, it happens. I think I've seen this movie before. I can look this up. Beast? Oh, I've seen this. This is around the time of the Dark Crystal. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He said this, this one has Rip Torn and uh, and Tanya Roberts in it. So I'll take that over the Dark Crystal any day. Beastmaster, by the way, heavy metal movies. Beastmaster. The Beastmaster. Do you know what's called The Beastmaster? With a I thumb? did not know that. I but did either. you know who directed this, Gabe? No idea. Uh, Steven Spielberg. That's right. No. It's the Steven Spielberg of a uh, teen horror movie. No. no, no, no. Don Coscarelli. Don Coscarelli, right. You know who that you is? You know what else Don he did? Uh, uh, I don't know what he did. Have you ever seen Phantasm? No. Fantasia? Phantasm. No, neither, neither one. I thought Gabe was going to, oh, yes, I did. And that no, ball but scared Actually, the hell out of me. That's when the Grammys uh, went off the rails for me, when Fantasia, whatever her name is, came out to do the tribute to Tina Turner. She's uh, not Miley Cyrus? No, 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 no. 
Yeah, no, that was bad. When when the people died, yeah. that section, yeah, yeah, that's when I got up and left. But I thought you were done already, Ben. I thought you were like, I, I checked out because but I then, didn't think it was going to get yeah, any better. But then you talked me into getting back into it, so I turned it oh, back Oh, it was on. my fault. Okay. It's oh, I've fault. seen Beastmaster before. I know this movie. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It's been 40 years since I've seen it, but I've seen it. Beastmaster is a Conan, Conan cash-in. How do you say it? Conan the Barbarian? Conan? Conan. A Conan cash-in. Conan Cashin aimed at kids, and the movie sufficiently entertains across the board through yep. color and action and fun use of animal actors, That's ultimately right. becoming a knuckleheaded classic in its own right. The Beastmaster himself is Dar, played by Mark Singer, a blonde barbarian in a loincloth, very proto He Man. Yes, who, who is he, he abhors profanity. Yes, he he is sucked out of his mother's uterus by a witch and implanted Ay-yay. in the womb of a cow. What do you think about this, Gabe? Are you, are you hearing this? The Beastmaster is sucked out of his mommy's womb and put in the womb of a cow. What do you think? I think I remember this. I remember him with the with the falcon. I remember all this. I yes, <laughs> it was at the dunes. It was at the dunes. It was held over. That's probably why I saw it there. <laughs> yeah, proceed, Ben. This switcheroo results in Dar developing telepathic communion with all creatures great and small, essentially making him the Aquaman of dry land. As an adult, Dar can see through the eyes of his pet hawk, Shirak, and draws his strength from a black tiger, Ru, and his cunning from Kodo and Poto. Beastmaster, Beastmaster is not very good at naming his pets no. or his friends. It's re- hey, Ra, uh, <laughs> work, work on it a little bit more. Well, he also got, develops his cunning from Kodo and Poto, a pair of ferrets. Remember those comic relief? I do. Pets? Yeah. Gabe, remember the ferrets? Yes, he carried them in that leather bag. I just watched the trailer. Yeah, no, that was his swimsuit that he carried those things in. <laughs> He teams with slave girl Kiri, Tanya Roberts. Ooh, Tanya Roberts. And, the only reason to see that Wait movie. a minute. No, no. Here's the only reason. Oh, right, yeah. Rip and torn. leather-bound muscle warrior Seth, John Amos, head of the <gasps> Evans clan on TV's Good Times. Yeah. Hell yeah, John Amos. Yeah, he, he had a couple of uh, ferrets in his sack, right. too. <laughs> but they do battle with the evil warlock Max, M-A-A-X, played by Rip Torn. Rip Torn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, R.I.P. Okay, here's the end of the paragraph. Further assistance comes from flying bat people who wrap their wings around bad guys and mulch them into slop. Nice. All right, best punk rock names of all time. Number one, Rip Torn. Mm. Mm-hmm. Gabe, what's the best punk rock names? What's the best? All right, we've, we've established Rip Torn is the best. Sid you, Vicious. Would, I was going to say Sid Vicious would be up there. N- number two? Slim Pickens. See, these people aren't even punk rockers, and their punk rock names are better than punk rock names. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Slim Pickens. Rip Torn. Next. I don't know. What do you got? Gabe, your thoughts. On punk rock, I'm thinking of punk rockers with punk rock names, not not actors with punk names. Listen, you know what a punk rock name is, right? It's a fake name that's hilarious. Like uh, Pee Wee Herman. Rip Torn. No. <laughs> Rip Torn, Slim Pickens. Those are great names. Yes. How is Sid Vicious or Johnny Rotten any better than those names? It's not. No. But uh, Buck Naked. 
the fictional character from George Costanza's uh, adult okay. feature. See, now you've, you've, you're going fictional. I'm talking about real people. <laughs> you got anything? Ben? Well, I'm letting you guys have this to yourselves. What do you got, Glenn Danzig? It's <laughs> a pretty good name. Is it better than Rip Torn? It isn't. No, but uh, Erie Vaughn. Not better. Watch this! Andrew W.K. <laughs> I don't think I said that out loud just now. So anyway, Gabe, who you got for the uh, Super Bowl? I don't even care about the Super Bowl. Bullshit. I, just like, I don't care. Bullshit. You're selling all of our people, our customers, whatever you want to call them, squares and you don't care about the super bowl i hope you get, i hope you people are hearing this right now the bookie doesn't care Ed about Demone. the winners or losers yeah mike <laughs> demone doesn't care about winners or losers. as long as the as long as the bookie go on gave your thoughts no i got a different thing i wanted to bring up this oh. thing i came across on youtube this week oh, this is gonna be great. who is this guy john cage okay <laughs> Somehow he got right, the right. nerve. So, so, so Gabe is getting into uh, <laughs> he's getting into avant-garde classical music. You know how I came across Proceed. this? How? You, how? I was on a Shutter to Think kick, and they were talking about John Cage. Somebody was talking about John Cage when they're talking about Shutter to Think. Sure, that makes because sense because of because of the art avant-garde thing, whatever you want to call it. Then they were talking about this guy who wrote a song four minutes and fifty-three seconds long. John Cage. And it's a not Nick Cage, not to be confused. Not with Nick Luke Cage. Cage. No, I don't even know who this guy is or what he looks like or when he was born or anything like that. I just know he wrote a song. I think there's a silence, a song, a silent song. I think there's a Bradley Cooper movie coming out about him soon. <laughs> what are the odds that I brought up this John Cage song on the week that you discovered John Cage? That is weird. You brought it John up because Cage I posted and Nick about Cage. It. You didn't you see didn't my post, post about no. it. No, I posted. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that was you that brought Facebook it up. Page. Yes. Yeah, I just that because is we weird. Were, because when we started, listeners, when we started tonight's podcast, Scott was I don't know trying to figure out his mic, and there was like thirty seconds of absolute silence, which isn't really the norm for us. <laughs> and I said, "Wow, this is like a John Cage song." But so I you didn't, didn't know I didn't, Gabe was going to bring up John Cage. I didn't know he had. You say you posted about it on I Facebook. I posted it on Facebook. Oh, I said this he, is the funniest right, thing all, I've seen po- all week. I've been he missing. It on Facebook. I'm too busy for Facebook. And he also texted you earlier, so I don't buy this. Then did you text this, me about yeah, John Cage? I, yes, he did. I'm cutting all of this out. I did. I, I didn't pay attention to any of that. I don't. No, know you did. did. Anyway, Ben trying to pretend he didn't know what's up. I the didn't funniest. know. Go on, Gabe. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by the guy who thinks he can write a song and record it of four minutes and fifty three seconds of silence. I think they pressed records for this thing. And people listen to it. As if it's a real thing. And yeah, they I'm perform this song. All right. I'm not seeing anything this about John Cage in, a, in Do you know what avant-garde means? Out there. That's all I know. Ben. It's just stuff that doesn't make sense to me. What's avant-garde mean? Avant-garde for Gabe. You want me to read the dictionary definition of avant-garde? That's right. All right. Yes. And then let's, Tell me talk what about, means. let's talk about the pharaoh that is Gabe Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, Avant-garde yeah, means new and unusual or experimental ideas, especially in the arts or the people introducing them. Experimental ideas. So is John Cage saying, hey, 
Gabe, sit your ass down and listen to the rhyme of the ancient mariner. No, he's not. <laughs> he's saying, listen to this. And Gabe's like, all right, what? You don't understand the... And the sh- <laughs> I get it. I the sh- sound of silence this ship is- and sit in front of a piano and close the store, close the thing down and sit there for four minutes. You're ruining it. He got a standing ovation when he was done. He played four minutes of silence. Because he dude- played the fuck out of that four minutes of silence. Could you do it? <laughs> I would have. Hey, listeners, <laughs> Ben is getting high. high, high. <laughs> Look but Gabe, you know there's like modern artists who you go to the museum and it's like a canvas. Oh, this is going to be good. Here comes Ben. It's just out. painted white. I get yeah. it. I, I get it. When John Lennon walked to this road on the ladder and looked at the ceiling and saw the word yes, I get it. That's how he oh, met Yoko. Okay. But do you get it? Four minutes of silence. That's not the same thing. John was... Uh, he he didn't do that. He didn't perform that. He was a spectator in that. But Yoko was the artist who wrote yes yeah, on a small yeah. thing. So how come why is it that men always have to like like if a woman does something, you talk about the man and like his experience with the woman's art. And if a man does something, you talk you never talk about the woman's experience with the art. Well, why do you do that, Gabe? It's you who no, no, migrated to you the did. John Lennon part of my story when it was all about Yoko. Yoko was ben, the one who put the word yes up there. You didn't Stoner, you, can I get a ruling here? You didn't mention Yoko. You just I talked said about Yoko. John Lennon no, climbing said, up like a ladder. John Lennon. Yes, said, right. John Lennon climbed up a ladder, looked at the ceiling and said That's yes. Right. Never said That's the word right. Yoko or Ono. That's right. But he would may you. have been, you may have thought you may have been. I know you, you and I are on, on the outs right now, but thank you for like coming to my the point you know, is I didn't know we were she was <laughs> she was not famous when she did it until after John oh, looked okay. at his, so her that art. means her work doesn't matter. I don't have any Yoko Ono records to my in my collection. I got no room, no room for them. Oh and I yeah. won't. Why? Because she's a what? <laughs> she's a what? What? What is she's she? not good. Oh. She's not good. I'm not going to pretend to be a Yoko Ono fan. She might be able to sing backups on Bungalow Bill, but that's about it. Walking Bungalow on Thin Ice. Bill. I know we've mentioned this song before, or I have. Walking on Thin Ice. It's a great jam. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Ben, I've yeah. heard you want to talk about the curse. Well, There's I, no reason for us to try to do these you know, segues? smooth <laughs> no, segues. I didn't it's think just, we were even trying. Ben, let's talk about the curse. Well, we I was excited. Of, we had enough of Gabe being like misogynistic. Yeah, no, we can that's always not get what back it was. That. That's always going to be there if we want to reach this? back into it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Wow. That, that that's it. Gabe's old world crumbling under the misogyny. No. <laughs> We're cutting this all out. Uh, you had a beautiful floral arrangement in your in your bathroom there, Scott. Oh, thank you. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, whatever the, uh, going on, I'm gonna get the bath going. Okay. Uh, I was going to what it was. Oh, the curse. Well, I was just excited to find out that I had finished a show before you had Scott. Oh, he has not listened. By the time this is over, I'll have a nice full bath. I was excited to find out 
that uh, I finished a show before you did. I realized when you talked about the curse this past week, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm done with the curse. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, I mean, I watched the whole thing. I dug it. Unbelievable. And I know, I know that they, here's the thing, and I'm not going to, there's not going to be any spoilers here, but I think the whole thing is like, you're, you, you, I think the, I think you feel throughout the whole show. Hold on, I'm going to, hold on. It's a little loud. I think it wasn't that, good uh, for. Oh well, we podcasts. we couldn't hear it at all on Zoom, so I don't know. Uh, it was pretty loud over here. There's a show that I think you watch, and you're like, I don't know where this is gonna go, and I kind of don't want, but and I think that that's the whole vibe is they think they're gonna pull something so unexpected that you're gonna and be they did surprised, and they do, and they do. Like, there's no denying it. There's no way you could possibly anticipate where their no. show winds up. No. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I thought it was fascinating. Benny Safdie, who like on this show, we've talked about how off-putting, let's just say shit about him. I find him and I'm like, why is he acting in everything? And I watched this and I was like, oh my God, put him in everything. He's amazing. (laughs) And then you're like, you're like, yeah, but it's. (laughs) choice of hair pieces his wig is amazing i could not look away and i know you've got a problem with wigs and hair pieces i get it well i'm trying to get over it but the truth is i just saw iron claw and i also a movie i really liked but i also spent most of it saying what's that on zach efron's head what's going on here it's nice for me to not care about something like that as much as you do (laughs) it is is nice it's my own private hell but man, it, that that hairpiece, that hairpiece yeah. that uh, Ben Benny was wearing, I Benny. was just like, I couldn't. I was like, oh my god, it's horrible. And you know, I just watched uh, "Are You There, God?" It's me, Margaret, the other night, and he's oh, in yeah. that too. Yes, he's not bad. And he's got quite a wig in that movie going too. Yeah, it All is I'm saying is Benny Satie, you do you. You are a great actor. I'm sorry for anything I said. Fuck Oppenheimer. You're a genius. Gabe, you look like you're zoning out. I'm looking at the cursed trailer. I, I don't know what this is. It's on Showtime, so I'm probably not going to see it. But Well, you like what's your face? What is it? What is their face? Emma Stone? You know, That's Showtime, Emma Stone? Yes. Showtime is now Paramount Plus. So do you have Paramount, you have Paramount Plus? Paramount Plus? No, I don't have Paramount Plus. You cheap oh, okay. bastard. Take some of that fucking blood money you got from our <laughs> customers. <laughs> And spend it on yeah, take blood money. Like, take that blood money. money and get a, get a free trial. <laughs> I tried Apple TV. It didn't. I didn't like it. I watched Whatever. one show. <laughs> anyway, Gabe, here, have you seen American movie? Uh, I've seen American Horror Story. Does that count? The dudes and one of them looks like you in high school, and they made the horror movie in Milwaukee. You told me about this one time, and I did. He look I like wait, did he look like Mark Borchardt in high school? Or yeah, did, or or the yeah. his side. Yeah, he had the Ooh. glasses and the long hair. That's oh, the okay. way Gabe looked. Yeah. Like in high school. Yeah, yeah. Gabe, Gabe, you seen He's this guy? Actor. Which one, the tall skinny guy or the short yeah. stocky guy? Uh, no, the tall skinny guy. Uh, no, I don't want to rent this. What am I doing? No, I'm not <laughs> renting it. <laughs> you should rent there, it. There goes all your money. 
All I'm saying is you would love this movie. If you haven't seen this movie yet, you should You've watch it. You've been trying it. to get me to watch this for 20 years. Okay. Can you watch it? And then next week we'll talk about it. We'll see. I'm telling you, I, 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 and, you know, it takes place in Milwaukee. So it's right up the road from where we grew up. You would love this movie. Is it black and white? No. No. I look like that guy you're saying because of the glasses or the haircut? Yeah, what is it? a little bit, yeah. He looks like I'm, the hate killer put guy. His, I'm going to put his face yeah. on this week's episode. And that's, that's like, the, well, look at the, Gabe. That's the hate killer guy. But You're I close. think you did have glasses like that in some pictures I've seen of you in high school, right? Sometimes he didn't have did. any facial hair, so I didn't. No, he no, didn't. No, I didn't. Actually, I do look like that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch this. I think you'll love it. We'll see. And it's well, it's on uh, Prime. It's on for free, right? We just watch it. I wrote it down. It's on my list. We'll see. Right next to Lords of Flatbush. By what the way, is, yeah. What else? Lords is on of your Flatbush. List? Lords of Flatbush will not go away. It comes up every goddamn day in my feed. Uh, somebody brings it up. Really? I'm listening to something. It's crazy, Gabe. You have to watch Lords of Flatbush. It's it's insane. It does look like it's on Prime. Oh no! But Lords? you have to have a seven day trial, free trial of Mubi. It's on Mubi. Oh my but god! You get a seven day trial. I'll, I'll send you my uh, DVD. I don't have a All right, DVD are we player. ready to wrap this up? What else you got, Gabe? You got anything? Uh, you know I how don't... sometimes when we talk and the time goes by like that? Sometimes when we talk. This one. The I honesty's can't too It feels much. like we've been on here for two hours and we've only been here for an hour. It's killing me. <laughs> Gabe, you're not helping me at all. What's up? I don't have we... a lot to go with today. I'm, I'm kind of... Uh... I don't know. You 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 decided you decided to have this so late, ten o'clock Eastern. Oh, all right. First late. of all, I wanted to have it last night. And what were you doing last night? I had an HOA meeting, and I spent. I'm an idiot. I spent like maybe ten minutes thinking, "What does that stand for?" And then figured it out. <laughs> but why don't you? I mean, why why would you say HOA like that's a normal thing that everyone knows what that is? Because it is. Everybody knows what HOA yeah, is, don't you? you? I. I, I think I know because you said it a couple of years ago, and, and I asked you then what that was. It's Listen. a homeowners association. Yeah. You never been a part of a homeowners association? No, I've never lived in a creepy like Florida subdivision that has you know Condo. like the Stepford Wives kind of a vibe to it. Do you know, know how long it took me to figure out what LOL meant? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gabe, you ready for that Super Bowl? I know you are. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gabe, you're not watching the Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to watch it because I have to keep track of the scores after each quarter so these cold manor peeps can watch. claim their win. 95% the of corner. that dough is with going this, right into your bank account. What do you With this devil well, horns going, <laughs> Ben, you got to understand business yeah, 101 yeah. here. Business 101. But you this sell things but for Scott's a profit. But Scott's trying to tell you not everything should be business. Your business, you shouldn't like turn Listen, into some second gambling of all, second, scam. Second of all, this has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with local age. What is the saying? Are there other GNP products that have had no, nothing the, to the do with No, the saying is a sucker. there's a sucker born every minute. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's... What is this thing he says? Listen, Jay Z. Jay Z said, "I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman." Remember that, or something like that. No. I'm a business man. <laughs> Don't get too so big for your. Who's going to win? Who's going to win, Gabe? 
your governor is looking for a big win. Don't let him catch up with you and your big business you got running. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna whatever he did to Disney. Doesn't his together. governor think that Taylor governor, Swift's gonna no. come out on field with her boyfriend and <laughs> yeah, no. Gabe suddenly realized he's stuck in a fucking podcast with one guy who's drunk and the other guy's stoned off his ass. All of a so it kicked in about 10 minutes ago for Gabe. Like, what the fuck did I, <laughs> what <am> I do? <laughs> I need this. This this has to be a video podcast. This. All right. This so, right uh, so you guys ready tomorrow? We'll redo this? Yeah. No, we're not redoing this at all. This is it. This is no, gold. Man. This let gold. this be a lesson to the two of you. You want to, you want to tank this fucking podcast, or you're gonna live with that. Yeah. All right, what do I got in my notes? Oh, Gabe, you ready for that Super Bowl? I know you are. <laughs> We're not talking Super Bowl anymore. That's it. That's it. Not for Come another on. year. Come on, man. Can I? Can I just say something that I that we probably have to cut? You know who's a fucking no talent? <laughs> Me. I was looking at my gra- I was looking at my Grammy notes. Your grandma? <laughs> my grandma's notes. a no talent. <laughs> no, you know who sucks and is not funny and really why with this guy anymore? Noah fucking what the fuck? Trevor he Noah. Sucks so bad. I'm waiting for John Stewart. Did he come back yet? Did he start? No, fuck John Stewart too. No, he's fine. Uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> when he talked shit about <laughs> Chicago pizza, I was like, that was, yeah, a, that was a bit. No, it's, it's not. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you. And it's I'm a bit you. that angers me. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Listen, don't talk about your next president like that. All right, here we go. We're done. Gabe, you've been a trooper. A <laughs> yeah, boring thanks. trooper. You take my life, but I'll take you still. Like a super trooper, lights are going to find Wow, Ben is stoned. What are you going to watch tonight, Ben? Are you going to watch Birth? I watched. I actually watched Birth two nights ago. Amazing, isn't it? And I did. I write this on Facebook. Did you see this? No. I made it. I said I realize now that Jonathan Glazer is the Mark Hollis of filmmaking, which means that Birth is his. It's my life, which tracks for me. So I made an, ex- an extremely obscure analogy to like the singer from Talk Talk who. Scott Lucas has left the meeting. <laughs> I can't believe you ended the show with Talk Talk. I love it. How can you not? Every show should end with Talk Talk. Talk Talk.